All right. Hey, Trish. Hey, Matt. How's it going, my friend? It's going good. We have a we have a new we have a first international queen crowned. We had yes, we do. um a panel about a couple panels about men's is. Um we did a photobomb challenge. Lots of things happened in Drag Race this week. There's so many things we have to a lot chat of stuff about. Happening yeah. in Drag Race. Lots of things to talk about. This will be our final week talking about UK versus the world. Because we'll be dumping into España soon. How dare you? I will not be touching that. I won't even be watching that. <laughs> Don't, okay, lie good, good. Don't lie to our listeners. Don't lie to our listeners. I'm not watching that. I'm gonna be like, oh my god, they're covering Espana. No one else is doing it. I'm gonna be like, no, won't watch it. Sorry about it. Like, <laughs> okay, okay, good, good. We'll just stick to to the normal season of Drag Race. Yeah, I have. Um, I'm I'm gonna be starting work soon. I I need to like settle into that before I give myself more Drag Race fatigue. That's. Uh, yeah. Well, we have to catch up a little bit. So, what's going? What's what's this? Uh, I finally, <laughs> I finally found gainful employment. Um, yep. Uh, fucking damn, man. Like, yeah, like lots, fun fact, lots of people are hiring, but also lots of people need a fucking job. So it's actually pretty, um, well, like also like, I'm not just like applying to work at like every fucking kitchen and shit that I could because I don't want to work online until... 11 o'clock at night anymore I've done that I did that all through my 20s so um, I figured it was time for me to, that I could get a kitchen like a working in culinary that I don't have to be online and I don't have to deal with that bullshit so um, I'm actually going to be working as a prep cook at a meal prep company oh nice so, yeah, that just sounds to, like, like the best of both worlds yeah I just get to prep veggies all day it's fucking beautiful I'm super into it I nice. love it yeah, so very nice. Yeah, they brought me in for like a working interview and that went really well. So Well good. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm not about to give myself unnecessary drag race fatigue. Fuck that. <laughs> and yeah, I mean like I, I already Yeah, we already I already we already tried to do one drag one one season of drag race Espana yeah, and we saw how well that worked out. <laughs> yeah. Poor. Yeah, I'm because we might poorly. Be, I'm I'm trying to see if I can make it to DragCon. So, so there might be some special reporting from DragCon this year. Okay. So you can reinstill if, your hatred for ch- children? Well, you know, anything that fuels the rage. I mean, anything that involves that many children and only one bar? Not for me. Well, let's just say someone we both know and love, and I appreciate their motto when it comes to kids. <sighs> Leash it or kill it. Fair enough. I mean, I, we, we want to adopt one, but that's different. Um, <laughs> well, see, I, I, I don't mind being the, the fun little um, queer little lesbian, whatever, auntie that takes care of the kids, pops them up on sugar, and just when they're about to piss and shit their pants and throw up. Here you go, mom and dad. No, you want to do that. You keep them for the weekend. <laughs> Sounds like an ish you, not an ish me. <laughs> oh no, I'll take care of them for a couple of hours, pop them up on sugar, and then just no, no, no. When you're putting sugar into them, 
no, when you put that much sugar into them, the couple hours turns into a couple days because you've created those monsters and you get to deal with them. <laughs> but you're, you're, you'd be a smart parent. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm not. I don't fuck with that shit. You'd be, you'd be the kid. But then again, I know not to do that to your kid either. Yeah, because you'll be keeping them for at least a couple days. So that you've Wait, learned your no. lesson and won't do it in ret- won't do it back because you'll just be like fuck that was horrible never again but yeah no um so I might be going I have a couple people I'm supposed to meet up with and then I have a couple of things coming hopefully coming up in like May and June drag related other like and, and stuff like that so might have some special reporting hopefully very exciting very exciting I look forward to that. Um, shall we talk about some? It should be good. Well, let's get into it. Where do we start? Um, let's just start off with UK versus the world. It just happened. Everyone's all very excited about it. We just crowned a new queen in the RuPaul's Drag Race Queendom. Um, we did. And even if we don't watch the show, like the series, we always make sure to congratulate the winner. Like we didn't watch the last series of Holland, but we congratulated the winner. So mm-hmm. I mean, we always make a point yeah. to do well, that. We're always we're always looking for the new queen added to the kingdom. We do, we do. Um, so this was our season finale of UK versus the world. Um, and last week we were teased a lip sync smackdown for the crown, which I'm always a fan of. I love when it's just like, we're not going to do a challenge. None of this bullshit. You just have to fucking show up and do it good or fucking lose. <laughs> yeah. Like, I enjoy that. I love when they do that in the regular seasons when it's like a lip sync for the crown because like, I don't know, like you're drag queens. It's the very basic that like the very basis of what you do should at least be able to lip sync. Like if you if you work, like if you are a working drag queen, yeah, you should know the bare minimum of how to lip sync. Yeah, so I think it's like, and you know, sometimes like especially if you're lip syncing for your life, some of the girls we don't get to see them lip sync because they do very well. So it's nice to actually get to see girls that you haven't necessarily seen lip sync do something you know especially if it's a regular season you've never really gotten to see what they can do until then and if it's an all-star season you get to see where they've kind of like brought their shit I like it I like that format Yeah, I'm here for it Yeah, put it on the stage I think it's very appropriate put it on the stage and then if someone does really bad even if like Rue's like no I love them you can't really fucking keep them you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's there it, has to be like a limit. Yeah. Um so we do the we have the lip sync for the crown. Um and we have our final four, which is Baga, Mohart, Jujube, and Jujube. Blue Hydrangea. And they did bring back all the girls for their finale extravaganza. So I've said it before on the show and I'll say it every fucking time I'm also a huge fan of when everyone gets to come back and do a final runway look I love it I think every season needs to adopt it it shouldn't just be like a UK or all-stars thing that they do I I love it Give, let the girls show their looks yeah let them bring it all out everyone planned a finale look let the girls show their looks 
I'm not I'm not asking for a lot here. Just let the girl sh- Also I want the full lip syncs, but you know, I'm not the only one fighting for that, so. Um anyways, so everyone comes into the room. They're all very excited. They talk about is this the final four you saw? Um just as some people go to mention they uh, Rue cuts them off, comes into the room. We find out that it will be a final four lip sync smackdown for the crown um which is always very exciting and then we have like chats they just chat <laughs> um which i just, i don't know at this point yeah. like we're running out of shit to talk about <laughs> i gotta love the shade that jimbo threw oh we're not even there oh, yet um we're, no, just, we're like, not there chats, yet yeah. okay um so like I really don't care for mirror chats, so we're just gonna like skip ahead. Uh, <laughs> and like who who who's like that episode of Drag Race? And unless it's like a girl, like you know, like coming to like coming to terms with their gender identity, or like you know what I mean, something really big. The mirror chats are really irrelevant. No one's like, oh my god, that episode, that mirror chat changed my life. Um, <laughs> you're always like, oh my god, that lip sync. Let me send you this YouTube link. Like that's. That's why we watch the show. Let's be fucking real. We want to watch the runways and the fucking lip syncs. Yeah, I think it's very rare that there's like an impactful um, mirror chat. Yeah, it's it's few and far between. I mean, they do happen, but they're never like they're never the star of the show. Still, um, so shall we talk about runways? Because those so did happen first. Because um, everyone runway. did. Everyone got to do a final runway before the lip sync smackdown, and the girls were allowed to change for their lip sync smackdown, which I also appreciated. Um, who were your highlights on the runway? All uh, the whole cast. Don't don't just whole, put it to the three girl, the, the top four. The whole fucking cast. Let's the whole say, cast. Who's your top three? Pangina's look. Pangina's <laughs> of course. Look was of course this is the Pangina stand podcast. No, um, she, uh, it's the, I don't know, you didn't expect her to do, like, an Elizabethan look. Oh, I love, like, but the like, collar, like, skirt thing. Yeah. Like, a collar, I love that. It's a nice detail. Yeah. Her look, the makeup was gorgeous. The other one that I really liked that I thought looked really good mm-hmm. was Jimbo, actually. Yeah, Jimbo does always look really good. She's very beautiful. Always. She is. That big titty clown. Yep. Um, and who is your third? Third? I'm trying to think. Off, like, going through the, the looks. Probably Lemon. Lemon. Lemon had a really pretty, like, came out with a big Canadian maple Giant leaf. Giant Canadian maple leaf, yeah. And then it turned into, like, a train when she dropped it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very pretty who are your favorite um so um my my case my absolute top would have absolutely been blue just because that dress was fucking phenomenal um the wig yeah. was phenomenal the makeup was on point like the whole just the whole thing was just yeah um absolutely stunning um my second would have been pangina just because like that that white stamped face just it, everything again perfection top to bottom like and that's really what I at this point I'm looking for because like it's the final I want to yeah. I want like head to toe perfection um and then my third 
I think, um, shit. So I like Panchana and then blue. Honestly, there was like no one else that really like grabbed me. I will say Janie always looks good. Janie always just looks fucking stunning. I wish there was more. Janie looks very pretty. Yeah, yeah, Janie just looks put together regardless. Um, I wish there was more tulips on the dress though. But I always, anytime someone does like a dress like that with flowers on it, I'm always like, give me more flowers. Like Cheryl Hole. It's just like, okay, let's just talk about the worst. Um, Cheryl, Baga. Yeah. And um, Janie's dress. I needed more tulips. Uh, <laughs> I love her. Like, it, yeah, like Janie's like my love and hate. Like, I love how beautiful she looked, but like the dress needed more fucking tulips on it. Uh, <laughs> I want the bottom to be just like coated in tulips. Like, how dare you? It's insulting. Uh, the <laughs> runways were great, though. Um, Bagus was fucking brutal. That guy was just sequin sack. Michelle, it's all very costumey. Sequin sack. <laughs> and that's like I know drag queen costumes are all like drag queen dresses and all that are technically costumes, but yeah. there's a way like blue blue a pantomime like there theirs are elevated. Hmm. Theirs has a level of execution that's incredible, versus Baga just seems very. Eh. Yeah. She was, I don't feel like she was here at all this season. Yeah, I think she was just like there because they called her. Yeah. And she's like, well, why the fuck not? Sure, I got nothing else going on. It'll let my booking be. At least yeah. temporarily. Um, And then we have our lip syncs, which... Okay, so the girls get to pick who they want to lip sync against Mo wins and she gets to pick well Lemon gets to spin the wheel let's not just let, let's Lemon was sent home first so let's let, yeah let's talk about Lemon Lemon looked gorgeous and she spanned that wheel with vigor that wheel fucking spun around man she gave it I was very happy usually when they spin that wheel it's like eh, I whiffed yeah, she it like she, she was like I'm a fucking spin this bitch um, that's how we do it in Canada we just we you give us a wheel we're gonna fucking spin it man like we can't help she ourselves put, she put everything into it and I Mo won and Mo was the person selected and then um, this was actually I thought this moment was pretty funny so <laughs> I think it was very obvious that Mo was gonna pick Baga and then she just like Baga's like trying to like slink off stage like she's not gonna get picked um, and then Mo picks Baga which whoever got spun on that wheel but Baga was gonna pick Baga <laughs> oh, and yeah, I think Ruth said something about pick strategically or pick yeah. carefully or something along those lines. And Mo's just like, well, strategically and carefully considering, I think that. And then um, Carson and Michelle have a box. They each have a box. Oh yeah, I forgot Elton John explained the whole rules, which was super cute, even though we, we know the rules, but I mean, they got a, Elton John. A way so, to get a cute cameo. Yeah, they got Elton John. So it was like, who cares if we have to hear the rules again? Elton John's doing yeah. it, it's fine. My um, favorite thing though was Baga was trying, like back when Baga's name was picked, he's just like, you're picking the dancer. Yeah. Okay. And everybody burst out laughing. I mean, 
she knows she's not a dancer. Uh, and then she made a line about having to take a shit, so she picked number two, which was Carson's box. And then she discovers that the song she picked was Domino by Jesse J, and she immediately looks pissed. Like, just like, fuck, I'm fucked. I am so fucked. And Nick Monique is like, yes, this is it. And like, cause they obviously know the songs that are, you know what I mean, that are going to be used in that episode, cause they have to like oh. be able to. Oh, know they're the given. Words, right? they're, yeah, they're given the list ahead of time. Yeah, so like they likely know what. So like she was like probably like, okay, I know there's like one of these three songs is going to be in there, and this is like there's probably like this one I really don't want to get because it's not my tea, and you could tell that that song was okay. Domino by Jesse J and she fucking picked it herself which was just like I kind like of felt bad for see. her for a second in that moment because she was just like ah oh, fuck you could see the face <laughs> oh yeah it was and a full of fuck you moment. could just see the defeat the, the uh, defeat uh, like she's like I'll pick shit. Carson it's just like her face just goes fuck yeah yeah, one hundred percent. And like, I you could feel it watching it. You feel a little bad for her because it's like you could tell us she's just like the one fucking song I didn't want to have to do. Yeah, this is the one I picked. Well, yeah, while bag of face crumbles, Monique's eyes like light up. Like this is it. Oh, and Mo Hart knows she can fucking slay this song. I mean, it's very a Mo Hart song, just like based on how she moves and stuff like that. And, and her, she's the way one she she's probably done while she performs. Uh, and it's oh, guarantee she's you, she's done, done it. For sure, I guarantee you, she's done this song. Um, Mo, Mo Hart did a fucking fantastic lip sync to this song. It was fan fucking tastic. She she knew the Slated. movements. She knew the words. She was popping at the right time. Um, oh, Baga tried her best. Baga tried to like camp it up and do her shtick, but it just it was not good enough. It was not good enough yeah. for what Mo Hart was putting out and. Unfortunately, yeah. our first um, eliminated eliminated our, queen. Our I didn't want to. I didn't want to say loser because like no one's our a loser in all. Queen, st- our, no, yeah. not at all. But our fourth place queen is Vaga. Third runner up, or yeah, third runner up. Yeah, third runner up. Third runner up so is Vaga. So then that leaves Blue Hydrangea and Jujubee, who both look fucking spectacular. By the way, oh god. Okay. Oh, I love how they both love they both wore like okay so like um, Blue wore that like blue and orange pantsuit with the crazy shoulders and then Jujubee oh, yeah. wore that like just like sexy late 80s early 90s perfection orange suit orange like skirt suit it's gorgeous um, um, and the song um, so the song was already chosen because Vaga picked the one song so it was Reflex by Duran Duran which is a fucking fantastic song um absolutely was I'm so happy they picked this song because it made for a really good lip sync. And they both did really well. They I both think, did, the yeah. Song. They both did really well for the song. They both absolutely did different numbers, which I kinda liked because like whereas before we were watching like Bega try and like fumble her way through a number and someone confidently do a number. This was two people who were like confidently just doing two different numbers. Right, and they were in their element. Yeah. They played and to their strength. Jujubee was, like, very coy and sexy and, like, hitting some beats and just, you know, being Juju. And Blue, you know, well, we know Blue just, like, fucking dances the house down. You know, she took that fucking jacket off and just went. 
Oh. Um, and um, so what was our conjecture last week? Because we just like fully turned conjecture into truth and said this is the final two and this person wins. I, and I, I believe we were completely Jujubee incorrect. Was gonna win. We were <laughs> totally wrong. <laughs> I was totally wrong. Oh, I love how we were like, you were like, this this is maybe information. And I'm like, no, it's truth. We're taking it as truth now. That's it. It's the truth. It happened. Um, and then so wrong. Love the conjecture. Love the shaboofery. Uh, <laughs> the sham flab of it all. Oh my God. Absolutely. Um, so blue one. Rue, Rue just preferred Blue's version of the number, which is fine. I think they, I honestly didn't, like, I was kind of leaning towards Jujubee just because I didn't think that Rue wouldn't put her in the final. But then I get, like, now with hindsight, I guess, I mean, it made sense that it wasn't, like, a one-country finale, like, a one-country final lip sync. Yeah, and this is the fourth time Jujubee ends up in third place. Yeah. Well, no, she usually gets second. No, usually it's third. I thought it was second. Either way, she doesn't win. Um, no. So Jujubee, anyway, once she's again. She's second runner up. Yeah, Jujubee was robbed again. Blue won the lip sync. Um, and then. And we have our two dancing queens. Have Mo our two fucking kicking, splitting, flipping um, queens. We have Mohar and we have Blue Hydrangea. And what's the final lip sync number again? Shit. How can I not remember this song? I don't remember the final thing song either. Okay, give me two seconds. I'll I will I'm I'm doing investigations right now. Uh investigating, investigating, investigating. Oh, it was to Supernova by Kylie Minogue. That's right. Oh, okay. I knew there was a Kylie Minogue song somewhere. Okay. So, and Blue came out in that, like, gorgeous, like, super geometric structure dress, corseted dress that just looked, and the blonde hair that just looked stunning. That hair was ready for a crown. Um, and then Mohart also looked fantastic. Um, really good lip sync by both girls. Again, they came. Oh, this was a fabulous lip sync. They came, they were hungry, they wanted it. And um, I mean, we have our winner with so much anticipation. After, yes, so after a fabulous thing, Rue takes a minute and declares. The winner is Blue Hydrangea. I gotta love that Zoom delay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So we have our Northern Ireland queen. Who Wins. is now the first internationally crowned drag race queen. Yes. Now I wonder, do, are they going to get inducted to the Hall of Fame because this was kind of like an all-stars? You know what? That is a fabulous question. I wonder. I think they should. I don't know. I think they should because this so. is like an all-stars. No, that's robbery. That's so. shaboofery. I would no, no. We're gonna no get the blue deserves her picture in the Hall of Fame that doesn't actually exist. Um, it is a green screen, but she deserves her picture in this green screened hallway that they have invented. There was no get her her green screen picture. Get her her green screen picture. She deserves it though. She did pretty well her first season and. 
she slayed this season. And she came back and fixed a lot of the mistakes she made on her last season. It was she's a really oh. good example of how she took what she did the first time around and then really grew and brought it oh, she to did the next fabulous. level. Um, like it clearly chewed up Baga, but she tied Baga for the win in Snatch Game and then beat her in the lip sync. Like that was fucking right pissed off or a right piss off for Baga. Oh, the Baga was the thing is, we've reset this the whole season on the spot back. Baga's been off this season, like something was not, she just wasn't there. No, it was, um, it was really weird. I didn't really understand what was going on there. Um, oh yeah, we did. All the girls got to like chat together. Um, right, this, this is before the lip sync, though. Yeah, sorry, I forgot about this. Um, okay, so How there was. Did you I only the shade of the shade. Well, no, I only I only want to talk about like one little piece here because it's all just very contradictory, um, but also kind of just like stupid. Um, so the whole conversation kind of peaked around like eliminating competition and blah, 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 blah. And it was very focused on because Pangina eliminated competition allegedly that it was cool for everyone else to do it, but there was no actual receipts of Pangina saying that she eliminated Jimbo because of competition. So, and then Jimbo went on this tangent where she's like, I could have said this about you and then said the thing and I could have said this about you and I said this. But I didn't. And I'm like, okay, but you just did, bitch. Um, that hey, wasn't funny. Shame. That was just cunty. The, that your Victoria BC, yeah, your Victoria BC is showing. Put it the fuck away. No one likes that shit. It's not fucking cute. Um, Jujubee was living for it, though. She's like, I could have said this, but you did. You just did. Yeah. Well, yeah, because someone had to fucking say it because she just did. And if she it's just it was unnecessary and it's just it's very um for people who like have a bit of victoria or like don't know much about victoria it's like a really like wealthy yuppie place in canada it's on vancouver island um it's one of the oldest cities in canada um but like there's like a very like yuppie vibe to it but there's also like an extremely like massive homeless population there that they just don't care about um but they have like an arrogance to them, a lot of people there. So like this whole like attitude that Jimbo was like throwing out there because of nothing, because they were all yeah. sitting there, they had all gone home. There's, it's fucking irrelevant. None of them were in the final four. Um, and then to go on this okay. random tangent was just like very sour and very Victoria of her. Yeah, and she, and I was like, Lemon's like, so what's the tea, what's going on? I know absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And then, like, yeah, the whole thing started, and it's just like, Jim was like, but I've let it go. I've, da 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 Obviously, you're still salty about it. Well, she was still salty about not winning Canada's drag race when she got to this. So, so, I mean, it's just like, it's just, it is what it is. It's just, it seems to be her attitude around competition that has been cons- now consistently shown. Um, and I mean, like, if you're not good at competition, then just don't compete. It's fine. It's not for everyone. It, if it brings out the worst in you, then just don't do it. No, it's just, it's, it's like all the other girls, even Pan, like Pranjana, even Pranjana eliminating. Um, like all the girls were just trying to be like, hey, because even 
because even pandemic it wasn't angel but it was just like it is what it is I've let it go yeah like in her getting eliminated she was like I let it go so and then she she did bring up that like Blue was like I'm not gonna pick you and Blue's like no I never said that and they replayed the receipts and technically she's right she never said she wasn't gonna pick me yeah the wording yeah the wording was very yeah there was a technicality there (laughs) um (laughs) but yeah that's that's fucking that honestly um I was really enjoying that series. I was very excited to see, you know, some top talent actually compete against some top talent. But it seems that the girls who are most afraid of having their ass kicked in the finale um, guaranteed that they didn't have to do that by the end. And um, I'm a big proponent of if you want to be in competition, you should want to compete against the best. That clearly did not happen here. Um, And you can disagree with me or agree with me or be neutral. I don't really care. That's my just personal opinion about this is that by the end of it, we were not, we did not have the best of the best. I'm not saying that girls that didn't need to be there did not get sent home. Like girls that, you know, but I saw a different top four. Someone home went too soon. Yeah. I definitely saw a different top four and that's fine. Um, you know, sometimes I'm really good at predicting these shows and sometimes I'm really bad and it's just, it really depends on how good I'm reading, how good I am at reading the production for that season. So that's that. Congratulations to Blue Hydrangea. Um, honestly, by the end of it, I thought she was the most deserving. Um, she is really trying to bring awareness to her country and where she lives. And I'm always for anyone that's actually going to not just do drag, but put in some work. No, and Blue definitely <laughs> has put in the work and has been such an amazing grow up. Yeah, so congratulations, Blue Hydrangea. We love you. We're always Team Pangina because we fucking love that bitch. But um, we always congratulate the newest winner. Um, you get to be part of, uh, even though all these seasons, you still get to be part of what is an elite club. Uh, there's still only what like 20 some odd girls that can say they won drag race so like that's the tea and you're now not just a judge you're an official new girl well yeah and like you know Pangina got that I'm Janie got to show off that like she should be doing more than just be in Holland like you know and they are doing a US tour Yes, the UK girls are going to be invading the UK. Um, hopefully that comes to Canada. I would love to see it come to Canada. I mean, it'd be easier for them to get visas here, but what do I know well, about they... Commonwealth countries? <laughs> 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 oh, wait, I know a fair amount because um, I live in one, so. <laughs> oh, no, um, I know that it's a, they're calling it the British Invasion held by boss events. Yep. So it should be interesting to see because Voss is actually branching out in no, that's M and P. I don't know if Voss Events has anything in Canada, but it would yeah, be great doing, if they um, did a tour there. Yeah, they are doing they're doing a Work the World Tour. It's coming okay. through here and they're doing a Canada's drag race tour that's sure. coming through here, but they're honestly also expensive. Like I could get flights to Vegas and hotel for a weekend for 
meet and greet for the Canada's Drag Race girls. So I'm like, you know what? I'd rather go to Vegas. Sorry, bitches. Um, there you go. You know, I'm very much so like, I'm all about experiences, but like, I'm, I'm the kind of person that like, I like to be in bed by 10 p.m. So like, I'm not down for the 11 a.m. performance, like the 11 p.m. performance time. So like, I'll pay for the meet and greet. <laughs> I'll pay extra for the meet and greet. Me and my husband have actually done this. We did this to meet um, Eureka, Miss Cracker, and Cameron Michaels after their season. They came to Calgary. So we bought the meet and greet. And then we went to the meet and greet because it was before the show. We met them. We did that. Had the kiki, whatever. And then we went home. We didn't even stay for the show. Well, dang. Yeah. I've done it before and I'll do it again. I don't blame you. Honestly, like, if there's a queen that I'd really like to meet, I would do the same thing. Yeah. I like it was great. I had a wonderful experience. It was worth every penny to have that experience and then be in bed at the time I wanted to be in bed. Yeah. And Cameron I mean, is like, really sweet. Yeah. Cameron, Cameron was really Michael. nice to my husband. Cracker was super nice to me. She signed my um, 8x10s, even though they weren't supposed to do any autographs. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, mean, I don't know fine. if the meet and greets in the states are as strict, but up here they get like really strict about what you can and cannot do. Like, you're not taking your own the, picture. It's the just meet ridiculous. and greets that we do down here, and mind you, I've done MNP um, um, meet and greets. Um, so basically, yeah, it's before the show, and it's been for like the war on the catwalk or like the Christmas Queen tour, things like that. So it's a huge group, and I've done the work the world. Mm-hmm. Tour. So depending on which one it is, Work the World is actually the least, like, strict here. Yeah. Like, they had, like, in just, like, little bundles of two for, like, Cameron and Asia, I think it was, were together. Violet and someone, Chachki and another queen. And they just broke them off into sections of two. And you could go to whoever you wanted. Okay, that's cute. So you never could go to here. all of them. So you went to all, this was pre-pandemic, of course. You could go to all of them. Oh, that wouldn't have happened here pre-pandemic. They would have put them in a line. Yeah, no, they would have put them in a line. It would have been a group picture. You would have had maybe 30 seconds with them and they would have been like, get the fuck out. That's how meet and greets work up here with drag queens. It's bullshit. No, like this was, this was boss. Like we did that. I went to Cameron. Um, I saw all the other queens, but I went like mainly to Cameron. And I gave her um, some edibles. Yeah, love that. And like you know, said hi or whatever, and watched the show and whatever. MMP actually is that way. It's a, you line up. They have all the girls lined up on stage. Mm-hmm. They're a little bit more flexible in terms of you can take a picture with one specific queen if you want. Yeah. Like, it used to be, like, you can... It always was, like, you can kind of pick a, a queen or, like, who you wanted a picture with or you take a group picture. They made it... And usually people may pick one or two queens or whatever. But um, after Alexis Michelle season... Yeah. Um, they changed the role because people hated Alexis Michelle. Oh, and she they probably would got say, no attention. And they were... No, they were just like, I don't want her in the picture. Everybody but her. Wow, cunt. Full cunt. Yeah, so they're like so they're like you can pick one queen or a group picture. Like she was not my favorite, but I would never I would never do that to a girl. Ever do that to her. a girl. 
I would like, never you do would that see to a girl. Sign. Eureka was they not my do... favorite, but I didn't ignore her. I still went up to her, I gave her a hug, no, but... and said, "It's so nice to meet you. Thank you so much." But they like, said no. They they literally said like there were people that were like, "We don't want her in the picture." Yeah, no, I I think that's disgusting. You should know. You're at the meet and greet. You're at the meet and greet. You're there to meet everyone. Either be a fucking big, big boy, big girl, whatever. I'm trying to remember. Um, There was one time where, like, you know, and you could buy merch ahead of time. Like, it could only be legal, legal, like, I say legal, but authorized merch means you buy it at the show. And they'll sign it for you. Like, you can't have anything that's not from the show. Yeah. Um, but Cracker signed my friend's t-shirt um, that w- that wasn't bought at the show. Like, it was from her website, but she didn't well, buy it at the show. That's because Cracker will hide Sharpies on her so she can sign shit. That's how she did it with me. She just had a Sharpie <laughs> hidden on her. She's like, oh, let me sign but... this. And she just, like, fucking whipped out a Sharpie from nowhere. I was like, ba-da-da, ba-da-da. And then, and then just, like, fucking Cracker. made it disappear again. And I was like, well, I mean... They can't touch her, so I mean, what are they gonna do to stop her? She's I, I talent. love her. Like, but I guess yeah, they can't then, do shit. They're just like, yeah, oh, I I re- she's gonna sign things. I remember <laughs> one time, the one time I remember, um, they only did like not the necessarily meet and greet, but like the signing because they were running behind. Um, they did it after the show, and you could see everybody else's line was huge. And Alexis, Michelle had me like five people in line. That's brutal. Like it, it's, I feel bad for them. I'm like, you're going on tour, you're trying to make the money and you're getting shit. Yeah. Like uh, it well, sucks, but yeah. Meet and greet your art with MMP are usually very like strict. Like it's one group picture. If you have a gift, you can give it to the queen. You don't give it to the queen. You give it to someone who will like give it to her and say, here, this person gave you the gift. And like, they'll say, thank you. They will open it. Because apparently um, certain queens are known for smoking and eating edibles and all that stuff. So people would bring them and they would eat it before the show and fuck up the show. Um, long story short, be nice to the meet and greet, even if you don't like the queen. Mm-hmm. Fucking talk to yeah, her. I, don't be a yeah, cunt. My, from my full tangent, take that from as a moral. Be nice to the queen. If you don't like them, you don't have to hug them. You don't have to touch them. Just say, think, um, it's nice to meet you. And that's it. Uh, yeah, no, that's the tea. And on that note, I think... Just take a break and then we will come back and talk about what's going on with season 14 and all the man's is is the man's is 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 um well, while we were on break i realized i think that's the longest we've talked about any single episode of drag race oh at least an hour close to i think it was like closer to 40 minutes but yeah like that's that's a good stretch uh, definitely oh, a good stretch yeah so we are back and we are going to talk about um the drag con panel episode of season 14 
of RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, yeah. And this is a fun episode. Um, we got to see some people that haven't really shined before have shined, which is always nice to see. Um, Deja had some good moments in this episode. Um, Willow kind of showed their edge a little bit more, if you will. Um, yeah. It was just a good episode. Um, runways were fun. Runways could have been more fun, I feel like, because, you know, the theme and the, but we'll get to that. Uh, so we had the photobomb challenge first. Yeah, and they were um, photobombing whom? Just a bunch of celebrities. Yeah, it wasn't. They've one done this challenge before. Um, yeah, I don't. I didn't remember if it was one specific one, but no. Yeah, it's very much a random red carpet. Type. Yeah, they're all doing like a random celebrity. Um, fucking, they all just went full crazy on the looks. Every single fucking one of them. Not a single one of them was like, "I'm gonna look pretty." It was just like full on crazy. Well, they only had a certain amount of time to get ready. Okay, but like some of those eyebrows were a choice. Oh, <sighs> well, yeah, yeah, no doubt there. No um, we doubt had, there. We had another plug, which means another hundred thousand dollars in Drag Race's pocket. Which shit, at this point, they've cleared the prize money like at least ten times over. Um, I've lost literal count. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking snag tights is just like shout that they must be fucking piss loaded because they're just shelling out the fucking cash. Um, because like that's like every mention of your product is like 100k or something like stupid like that. It's drag race is pulling in the coin, honey. Shit. Shit. Um, and you can tell, you can tell. Um, last week, um, just to touch on last week, if y'all didn't notice the production on that 60s girl group challenge. That was the best production they've had. Like, they got those girls' wigs. They got those girls' fucking outfits. They produced three fucking songs that were all about, like, two and a half, three minutes a piece. Like, that entire ensemble was, like, 17 fucking minutes long or something. Um, they had money for that shit. And I think Snag Tights and all of these other fucking advertiser companies have clearly paid for that. Uh, At least. Shit. Shit. Um, damn, I want, I want the income disclosure statement for Rue. Uh, <laughs> well, well, you know, Rue has said multiple times, she don't get in drag, at least she's get, unless she's getting paid for it, and she's only getting in half drag, because we all know what goes under that table. Oh my god, every, like, it's like, some of the outfits now she wears is just, like, clearly, like, I'm gonna put on sweats right away, um, and I love it, I'm here for it, like, she can get away with it, so do it, all the power to do her. what you but, gotta do. Um... So we had Willow win the photobomb challenge. Photobombing challenge. And we find out that the challenge, the maxi challenge, is going to be DragCon panels. So we get a little preview. Because DragCon is coming back and we have to promote, 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 promote. Um, the sales are horrible, horrible, horrible. Probably. Um, so they're going to do DragCon panels. Willow gets to choose her team. Which is like, uh, it's like one of the shadiest things that they can do is like, you get to pick your team because it's always one of those circumstances where it's like, you get to pick your team and then there's the leftovers, which right. is exactly what happens here. 
So Willow decides to choose Deja Sky, Miss Lady Camden, and Angeria Paris Van Michaels. Michaels. Esquire the second. Um, the third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, and the eighth. Um, <laughs> the bitch's name goes on forever. Okay. Oh, seriously, like someone could have a nap while you're saying her name and wake up refreshed. Oh, 10 out of 10. Yeah. Like, really? Uh, and then we're left with uh, Daya Betty, Jasmine, and Jasmine Kennedy, Georges, and Bosco. Um, definitely feel bad for Daya and Bosco. You know they're gonna have to carry that team. Yeah. Uh, so they're getting their shit together because they find out like they're told the category is menses. So they have to come up with their own dragon panel, their own topics. Um, they're reminded that they have to keep it funny. Um informative. also at being informative. Um and I've never been to DragCon, but I have been to panels before at like expos and stuff like that. And I will say, they are never fucking informative. <laughs> oh, They're a fucking ever. mess. Um, they barely keep the shit together. It's usually celebrities just talking about nonsense with a vague topic. And that's really fucking it. Um, so, I mean, already Rue's asking for more than she'd be asking of any other panelist to try con. Right. So, um, the first thing they do decide to do in each panel is pick a moderator. Mm-hmm. Someone they think will keep the flow going. So, for Willow's team, they do pick Deja Sky. Which makes sense. Which it does. She's chatty. She's a good chatty person. She's chatty. She's diplomatic, you know. So she's she would be a good place. Now on yeah. the other team, we have Jasmine Kennedy and Bosco. Kind of both want that role. Yeah, and there's a little bit of fucking tension there about that. Um, yeah, and in the end, though, Bosco gets it because Daya does have a quick talk with Jan's like, I think Bosco would be better and Jan's like, as long as I'm playing for the team, I will take the hit quote-unquote yeah. and I'll let Bosco do it. So we have our moderators and then they go to the topic. Um, yeah, I'm like honestly, like I hate the workroom shit. I can't say it enough. I hate... It's not bad when it's decent, but it's so freaking overproduced at this point that it's just like, what the fuck? So they figure out their topics and shit. Yay, happy team. Um, let's get. I just want to get into the fucking challenge because this challenge was fucking great. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I laughed a okay, lot. So... There was some cringe moments. <laughs> okay, so who it was, was the, the um? Who was the first panel? So the first panel would have been um, Deja Sky moderating um, Willow, Angeria, and Lady Camden. And Lady Camden was serving this like Burberry, clueless, everything look. Um, Willow looked so like cute and conservative and then kept saying filthy fucking shit, which had me dead. Uh, oh, I love, and Angeria love, just, love, love just always looks gorgeous like fuck that bitch uh 
Deja looked great tonight all around. Um, we'll get to her runway a little later, but she just looked she looked good. Um, she, she refuses to match her weight to her outfits. That's choice. We have to live with it. We're used to it. We have to live with it. She's not going to stop. So get into it, I guess. Um, but she did a really good job moderating these girls and keeping them on topic and asking them questions to elaborate further. Yeah, she did really good. Um, what did they talk about? They talked about like dating. Um, they talked about dating. They talked about. Oh, they talked uh, about what they like in a man. Okay. I remember Deja mm-hmm. talked about body hair. Yeah, a, fur, a, a, a bear. Yep. Like, I think both of them talked about it. I remember, was it uh, Bosco that said, you guys are building men, I'm building a bear? Yeah, Bosco did say that. Um, um, what else? No. They talked about daddy issues. Yeah. They really, all, they really both talked about the same things. <laughs> I think they were pre-given, quite frankly. They might have been. Or I mean, like, this was just the low-hanging fruit. That also could have been the case. Yeah, true. But either way, the topics were good. Um, Willow made a joke about having rough skin and bad hands, so she gives terrible hand jobs. That was, like, a highlight for, that I still have in my yeah. head. <laughs> great. little Yeah, Willow really blew, blew us away because she does look... And she talked about B or on... I don't remember if on the panel itself. Talked about, like, you know, being sick, having this and like how oh no it was on the panel because she used it to make jokes okay yeah like that she looked like an old man yeah but really young at the same time she looks like a haunted Victorian doll she said there you go there you go (laughs) Willow was a standout Willow was a standout for sure Um, and then we have our second team which was this was rough this was rough. Like, Bosco, Bosco was that, fantastic, but everything else was painful to fucking watch. Jasmine Kennedy okay. looked yeah. like a fucking Republican witch. Uh, the only, the, like, all the, like, George just looks like a cute girl. Like, no! Does. No! The wig edges were fucking brutal. How dare you? How dare you? Look at the wig! How can't you look at the wig? The wig is screaming, look at me. Look at my bad edges. Bosco looked great. Bosco was the only highlight. Like, the whole thing was fucking brutal. Um, Daya Daya looked good, but like, she didn't say anything good. Mm. I don't know. This whole team was a disappointment to me. Um... Minus Bosco just, like, absolutely fucking slaying it and, like, keeping the entire team's head above water, which, like, I felt bad for the girl. But I think at a, a certain point, she's just like, this is probably going to be judged individually. Fuck these bitches. Fuck them. Um, and I think that that's what my mentality would have been, honestly. I would have been like, fuck it. I'm going to be a star. Fuck these hookers. They're dumb. And that's the truth of it. Like, I we've, we've said this before, especially I think it was the last episode or two. Where we don't mind group challenges, but judge the girls individually because it's not fair that one gets dragged down and one or one gets saved because yeah. everybody else is caring. 
yeah, it's bullshit. I'm not into it. I think it was literally the last episode we talked about, like the last week's episode we talked about that. Um, yeah, because of the girl group. It was the yeah. girl group episode we talked about Exactly. That. Yeah, exactly. Um, fucking A. Um, but seriously, uh, so like Bosco really did save it. Like her, the intro, Menzes too, elect, or Menzes, Electric Boogaloo too. With such questions like, why? Honestly? Um, she was just fucking great. She was keeping people okay well she was doing the best she can with keeping two idiots and one person barely talking on track which yeah it's that's a difficult challenge right there in and of itself so i mean kudos to her and one could barely get the words out of their mouth yeah jasmine decided to shut the fuck up for once which made no sense it's like this is the one time you need to talk right and then georges could barely speak Oh my god, that was... I kept tripping over the word. Uncomfortable. It was almost as uncomfortable as how her wig line looked. And well, like... I gotta... Well, she wasn't the only one. Remember Lady Camden? Talking about Blake Lively instead of Blake Shelton? But see, she played that off and made it an endearing moment. Whereas George's, just... We just saw the gears spinning, which made it uncomfortable. Yeah. True, true, true. And that's the And difference. it was a cute little, it was a cute little, like, the team was saving her. And at the end, they were like, if you're Blake Lively, don't call me. Do not call me. I'm not interested. And see, like, that's how you do something like that. But, like, no one was there saving Georges. Um, Georges was literally told in her critique that she needs to take when she's dancing and bring it to everything the fuck else. Yeah. So, in the end, after an uncomfortable panel... <sighs> <laughs> yeah, we get to do the runway, which was shoulder pads, which is fabulous. Oh my god, when Rue said that, I was so fucking excited. I was like, oh my god, I was like, these bitches are gonna come out with shoulder pads so big, they're not gonna be able to walk through the fucking doors. Their shoes are gonna have shoulder pads. Their fucking knees are gonna have shoulder pads. Like when I think drag queens yeah. and shoulder pads, I literally thought I was like, someone's gonna make a dress out of shoulder pads. You know what I mean? Like, just fucking stupid shit. We saw none of that. No, the only one that kind of took it the right way Oh, was Deja took it there. Deja Sky. Deja, Deja looked really good. She looked like a fucking envelope, and that's what I wanted. She no, looked like a literal that. human envelope. <laughs> and the and the, and the, the suit, which is Chanel-inspired, the classic Gorgeous. Chanel suit, was beautiful but she exaggerated the proportions on it so like immensely that Perfect. it was just, it became its own thing. I wasn't even thinking it's the Chanel suit Perfect. when she came out. I was thinking this bitch oh, understood the prompt. Her fucking section. Um, and I've actually heard this brought up on a few other podcasts and I'm actually just gonna broach it with you because I'm, I, it makes a lot of sense. Um, do we think that the reason why possibly that everyone didn't go as crazy with the shoulder pads is because people were so worried about having another kimono she better don't moment? But the, the problem is when you look at the, what was the prompt for that? That was a Madonna, Night of a Thousand Madonna, wasn't it? Yes. Okay. But that is the girl's fault because Madonna's had so oh, many so many looks yeah you know what that there is the difference there see thank you that uh, I've heard it brought up many times that's why I was curious what you thought it, it's because you're talking about 
the night of a thousand. It's the same thing. You say night of a thousand Britney Spears. Everybody comes out in her VMA snake dress look. Yeah, if everybody does toxic, you're going to be pissed because she has so many other looks. She's got the schoolgirl. Or the, girl, or the, the flight head. attendant. Right. Everybody has. Britney has so many looks that if you come out on one only iconic look, that's on you. Yeah. Now, with shoulder Madonna, pads is very specific. Is. Shoulder pads, it's, you can do what? Like, um, diabetes did. Diabetes did spiked shoulder pads. Deja did giant shoulder pads. I said um, I came up with the concept right now just as you could have made an entire dress out of shoulder pads with really big shoulder pads just to be like, I brought shoulder pads. You wanted shoulder pads? I'm giving you fucking shoulder pads everywhere even no. where they don't belong. Uh, and you could have you could have done like, you know, what is it? Uh, Maddie Morphosis posted she did a football look. Yes. But yes. And here's the thing. You could have grabbed those football pads and just put fabric and everything over them just to use the exaggeration. No, there is a lot of... I, honestly, I was so excited when she said it. And um, I think the only you people that right. really did it any justice would have been um, Candon because I enjoyed the Nutcracker and the gimmick of her pulling the big head off and then just looking stunning. Um, and there Deja because... She, I, I, I'll say it. I'll say it a million times. I'll scream it from the heavens. Um, she looked like a giant envelope in the best fucking way possible. That's the thing. Like, you're talking, like, if you're telling me a specific theme, like kimonos or um, whatever, then if everybody brings a similar style of look, okay. But there has never been a challenge oh, on delivery. Drag Race. <laughs> delivery. You sound like <laughs> Willem, never... you're so important. Doorbell. it's uh my wine opener Mm, love it no um it's uh i can pick it up later it's um like there's never been to me and i've watched drag race from season one yeah and pretty much all the incarnations except italia you tried (laughs) i tried points for trying a for effort Uh, (laughs) oh There has never been an, well, and I think it has only been on the U.S. season, night a theme runway, where yeah. you had where there was a coincidence that everybody brought the same look or similar looks. Like if you brought, it happened twice like, with Madonna. It happened twice with Madonna. It happened, but, but that's because the girls weren't imaginative. There was a music era, Madonna. With There's, the so There's so many there Madonnas. There's so many There was the Frozen like era. Cher. There's so many. Like oh a virgin Madonna. Like, are you telling me who, this woman? It's the same bullshit as you do Night of a Thousand Shares. And everybody comes with the Bring Back Time share. Turn, yeah, Turn Back Time, yeah. Or the for Turn sure. Back Time share. Thank you. Like, yeah, no, come for on. Sure. Yeah, this woman no, has had it. a what? This woman has had what? A 40, 50 year career? Yeah. At and this you're point. stuck on one fucking look? Yeah. So, a little disappointed on the runway, except with, um, I gotta say, I, Deja, we already mentioned, Daya. Oscar's jacket was, was perfection, though. I wish there was more to the rest of the outfit. Like, I get what Michelle said, like, it's a bra and a panty with a jacket, but the jacket was fucking fantastic. I want it. I want that jacket. And I'd rip it right what, off the, her body. The look, the look, the look was good, to be honest. Yeah. But not necessarily fitting the brief. Uh, yeah. I, I will say, I love a diabetes look. The punk rock shoulder spike pads. Like, that's my, my style. 
it could have been elevated it oh, was super sure. basic it was super basic for what it was it needed to be elevated but at least an interesting take mm-hmm. on the thing and um, again George's wore canvas, frilly shoulders not shoulder pads <laughs> and then it, like honestly Lady Camden's nutcracker and her whole thing of like I've come seduce your dad explanation yeah. was perfection she's a funny I love gal it. She is. Uh, so we have our bottom two, which was Jasmine Kennedy and Georges. And I think if you watch the episode, that's no surprise to you. Um, Well-deserved bottom. Yeah, and I, I think they both... Um, I didn't watch Untucked, but I heard that like Jasmine walked in and was like, I'm in the bottom, I'm in the bottom, bitch. Um, I think they both knew. Um, I also, I didn't watch Untucked, so I'm taking all this information secondhand. I don't watch Untucked. Um, Sorry. I just haven't found a place to watch it yet. I do love to watch it. Um... But I guess, like, um, both girls weren't, like, they weren't, like, oh, fuck, we're in the fucking bottom, like, and they weren't crying, you know what I mean? They were just kind of, like, well, let's go out and turn this shit out. Let's go do it. Well, I'm, um, I'm sorry, but if you don't fine. know you're in the bottom, if you don't know you're in the bottom, you're kind of delusional, which is the whole point, but you know who's in the bottom. Like, I, um, I love, like, I do enjoy when girls are, like, you know what, it is what it is, let's let's just fucking do it so props to both of these girls at least from what i heard from not wallowing in this and being like i mean yeah we're probably gonna have to send one of each other like each other home but let's just it's a bargain yeah, let's I, just go fucking do it let's collect the tips I like when they take responsibility go home. yeah yeah we yeah, did the I worst love when they take week. responsibility shit happens yeah. yeah um and they're like you know they were good sports about it and they did their lip sync um i did not think this fucking lip sync was anything special um, I definitely didn't Honest. know who was going to stay and who was going to go. Did not expect what Rue decided to do. <laughs> to be honest, from the two dancer queens. Right? I was expecting uh, Georges to like fucking just floor me. I was like, come on, bitch. Send Jasmine home. Jasmine, Show us what you know Jasmine how to do. To pull, or, or Jasmine like, to actually pull out some dances. Yes, I was expecting her to be like fucking like go or like roll onto her like like forearms and do a split in the air you know what i mean like some because you know she's got some crazy shit in her you know in her repertoire oh yeah flipping kick you know she's got it in her and i was just like to be to say i'm disappointed is putting it mildly yeah i wanted better um and i get it the song was not anything special they should not have picked the song at all to be in any so season of drag race um i think it was like one of the songs from burlesque if i remember hearing correctly um, I thought it was which, like, like uh, it's fine. Um, I mean, nothing no, from Burlesque. Not this was not a bucket and kicking number, so I mean that might explain why we did not get the bucket and kicking and twirling and splitting from the girls. Because uh, the song was not. Not for every that. lip sync has to be it. Not every. I, I've seen some amazing lip syncs. No, but like the they've per- they've done some shady shit in the past before, like when. Um, and Willem's spoken about this, and and Jig, like Jiggly's spoken about this. They will they will switch the lip sync the last like the day of the lip sync, right? So like when they did this to Jiggly and Willem, they switched it to uh, a country song, which obviously was going to pan out in Willem's favor. You know what I mean? Like they'll do shady shit like this. So it's like they had both these girls who could like buck and kick and flip and really put on a good fucking lip sync, and then 
you could have changed it out because these girls have that capability. They're clearly talented individuals. Um, you could have been like, okay, we're going to give you this song. Um, we want a fucking show. But you either, they either changed it to the shitty song or kept it the shitty song. Knowing well, I, that it was going to likely generate a less exciting lip sync, but then somehow gaslighting us at the end by doing, oh my God, it's a double save. This was so good. Like that was just straight up gaslighting the audience. Okay, no, honestly, that was a mediocre it should have been a double, it should have been double sham, uh, sachet, y'all go away. Um, I think one of them should have stayed. Um, that's for sure. Um, and funny, no, there was I, no chocolate. There was, was there? Yeah, no, there was no, well, no, because no one went home. So there's no reason to open chocolate. Um, oh, that's right. It was a champagne you stay, both of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like, honestly, I think one of them should have gone home. I think one of them should have stayed. I don't think it should have been a double sachet. I don't think the lip sync was that bad, but. Okay. So who should have stayed? Who should have gone in your opinion? Um, I think Georgia should have stayed. Jasmine's done three lip syncs. They really haven't been on par at this point. Um, she's just been lucky in terms of the girl she's had to lip sync against. Um, honestly, okay. she's a talented girl, but I think it's her time. I don't think she's going to take the crown. I think Georgia's, no. just based on how much Rue is enamored with her, has the potential to go further in the competition. And she does have mm. a when she gets fire and she's dancing she does have a sparkle that I enjoy so I honestly like if I had to watch one of them lip sync again you know what I mean in the context of the series and the competition I'd rather watch George's uh, see, I have to agree seeing like the few lip syncs at George's other than this one this one was still kind of okay but like when well, like, she even in the girl group fire. challenge, that wasn't like super George's thing, but she was like, I'm going to fucking be here. I'm going to dance it out. I know I can't sing, but I'm still going to perform. Like, oh, she no, still yeah, performed, but, like, and I, I like given, that. Given George's previous performance, and, and Ruth's comment is true. You're like, born to do she drag. Was almost born to do drag. She's a great performer. She's a beautiful queen. She knows how to move her body. That's no question. Yeah. She, she's talented. She's got and I a, do a, think a she moved better in this lip sync. She I do has think a sharp she better. quality to her, quite frankly. So, um, yeah, no, I would have saved Georges and um, I would have sent Jasmine home with no shade, no shade to her. She's a very talented girl. Um, she's going to have a wonderful journey of self-discovery. I mean, she's probably already, because the show's already filmed, she's probably going through that wonderful journey of self-discovery where she can... Um, get on the path that she wants to get on and she needs to get on to be her true self so I mean if she had gone home I wouldn't like I'd be like she's talented she's gonna do great Um, she's not one of those girls that's gonna just get forgotten I honestly think this season I also don't think she's gonna win a great season this season's been a great season so far Um, I'm glad that Daya's come back and like she went home first and now she's like I'm here and I like that. She's and I get that like a lot of it, it is because she has um she's not necessarily the villain in the sense that like she's like attacking girls and stuff like that, but she's just willing to be like upfront and honest and say how she feels, regardless of whether it's portrayed as nice or not. So I know that's like oh. a little bit of the reason why she's getting kept around, but at least like she does have that win now. So she's actually like she's now not just the villain. She's there. She deserves to be there. 
quite honestly, like, uh, yeah, she's getting the quote unquote villain edit um, a little she, bit, but she's, she's also being, working hard. She's being honest and she's putting mm-hmm. in, it's not just her flapping her gums and bitching. She's actually putting in the work. Yeah, like whereas Fifi was very just flapping her gums and not really putting in the work as hard as the other girls, um, but saying she was. It's, no, yeah, but, uh, Daya's putting in the work. Yeah. And she's showing the growth. She's showing the improvement. Yeah, no, I I really, I'm honestly, when she, the, the, she first was there, I was like, okay, I don't know. Um, and when she first came out, I was like, oh, I don't know. Because, um, you know, like, unfortunately, there's always going to be a middle of the pack on this show. And for a lot of these girls, that's kind of like your big forgotten zone is like the girl who went home like third through fifth or sixth you know what i mean like it's that like gray zone where they're like oh yeah she was on the season yeah, um i don't think that'll happen this season yeah the girls are good yeah the girls have been doing a really good showing um the middle of the pack girls were either had a good following or got a lot of respect from being on the show so you know season 14 is good it's the best and at least they're while. not eliminating competition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did no, I go there? Honest, did I say that? <laughs> did you? Did you really? Was it? Was it? Why? Because I had to. Yeah. Okay, I had to. And really? One last time. Um, <laughs> fuck me. Well, that was a. You f- had to do it I, one before we close that chapter. Officially. Yeah, officially. Um, but yeah. So I guess like next Friday we'll just come and chat about what happens on Drag Race this week yesterday um, and we'll which catch is the up Snatch a little game. bit on our lives too yeah and we'll do finally. a little bit more catching up on our lives finally it's um, finally the Snatch game Jeez. yeah and if you're listening to this but you didn't listen to our episode that came out yesterday go listen to our episode Nick DeCouple, um, aka oh, yeah. Nikki we love our we king such a great we have such a great interview and we have a little bit of tea yeah there's some super surprise tea that i won't tell you you have to go listen um it's fantastic news for nick de couple um it's performance secrets yeah that aren't so secrets sh- anymore because they're on the pod we've got some some scalding interesting behind the scenes tea yeah. from our fabulous and official podcast king. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, but yeah, go check that out. And we will be back next Friday to talk to you about Drag Race. And Thursday, we'll be back to catch up on what's going on with those the world. Yeah, in the world. So. Oh, Lord. Can we, let, I'm going to shut up because I will get on a tangent. <laughs> about those fucking we don't have bills. time for that. Uh, but thank you for joining us for Intercontinental Kiki again. It was fabulous chatting well, chatting at you all. <laughs> yes. It was great catching up with, with you, Matt, and dropping the tea for all of our listeners. Again, guys, follow us on social media. We're at Intercontinental Kiki on Facebook and Instagram, Intercontinental Kiki at Gmail if you want to. Give us some topics to talk Good about. Be a guest. Yeah, we're open to any communication, you guys. We want to hear from you, so drop us some some email or a comment. Yeah, and, uh, you can find me at at Ivy Drip or at Madam Ivy Drip. 
on Instagram with periods in between. Um, Trez doesn't care if you follow her on social media, so I don't care. Fine. But if you want to follow my drag Instagram, it's Passion for Drag. There you go. And um, yeah, check us out, and we'll catch you next week. Alright, guys, Bye. catch you next week. Bye.